It certainly appears that we have arrived at the departure gate at the very last days. The spiritual condition of this world will become exceedingly dark. 2 Timothy 3.13, But evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. But the blood-bought must not, as in never, wring their hands, for extreme darkness is the candle's best friend. Jesus said of the born again in Matthew 5.14, Ye are the light of the world. The blinding contrast between God's children of faith and light and the devil's children of unbelief and darkness will be ever so much more glaring minute by minute. Multitudes will be drawn to the light of Jesus Christ in this last day's harvest of souls, which the church knows as the latter rain. Seriously, prepare to meet your God. Dear visitor, have you been born again, as Jesus declares in John 3, 3? Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. In just a few moments, I will invite you to follow me in a simple prompt, and if you follow from your heart, you will be born a most literal second time, this time of the Spirit of God. Today all your sins and shame will be washed away by Christ's cleansing blood. Today all of Satan's bondages in your life will be broken like so much foolishness. Today you will be clean and free. Everything becomes new. Here is the prompt I promised. Click on the Further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said, Daniel, chapter 12, verse 4. But thou, O Daniel, shut up the words and seal the book. Even to the time of the end, many shall run to and fro, and knowledge shall be increased. God said, Matthew twenty-four thirty-two through 34. Now learn a parable of the fig tree. When his branch is yet tender and putteth forth leaves, ye know that summer is nigh. So likewise ye. When ye shall see all these things, know that it is near even at the doors. Verily I say unto you, This generation shall not pass, till all these things be fulfilled. God said, Mark thirteen thirty seven, And what I say unto you, I say unto all, Watch. Man said, These doomsday prophets make me laugh. There's no end of the world, and certainly no judgment day. Now the record. Welcome to God Said, Man Said, feature 1,178 that will once again contend for the faith. All of these word-centric features are archived here in text and streaming audio for the building up of the faith and as a platform from which to convince the gainsayer. Every Thursday Eve, God willing, it grows by one. Thank you for visiting. May God's face shine upon you with light and truth. How exciting it is to live in the very last days. What ominous and marvelous things we are about to see and even participate in. Christianity knows it as the doctrine of imminency. This teaching declares that Christ could return for his church at any moment, and this is clearly taught in the New Testament. When we are warned against uh, setting warned against setting dates for Christ's return, for even Christ himself doesn't know that date, 
but we are given and commanded to watch the prophetic signs. Mark thirteen thirty seven. And what I say unto you, I say unto all. Watch. These signs are now coming in rapid fashion, and they are flashing red. A few words to the bloodbot. No fear, saints. No anxiety, saints. First Corinthians three nineteen through twenty three. For the wisdom of this world is foolishness with God. For it is written, He taketh the wise in their own conceits. And again, the Lord knoweth the thoughts of the wise, that they are vain. Therefore let no man glory in men, for all things are yours. Whether Paul or Apollos or Cephas or the world, or life or death or things present or things to come, all are yours, and ye are Christ, and Christ is God's. Second Corinthians 4.15 For all things are for your sakes that the abundant grace might through the thanksgiving of many redound to the glory of God. As the creator of all things, God has created it all for his sons and daughters, those born into his house. All things are ours, and all things are for our sakes as sons and daughters of God. Imagine, even the Antichrist and Armageddon are for our sakes. Second Thessalonians chapter 2 speaks of two events that must occur before the church being caught up to meet Jesus Christ in the clouds, commonly known as the rapture. One of these events is the son of perdition, the Antichrist, going into the soon-to-be-built third Jewish temple and confessing to the world that he is God. When the Antichrist arrives on the scene, the born-again are almost home. Shortly to follow, Jesus Christ returns to the earth with all his saints to, to destroy the wicked of the whole earth at the world-ending battle of Armageddon. At this point, Satan is cast into the bottomless pit for a thousand years, while the saints rule with Christ for a thousand years. Oh, yes, the Antichrist and Armageddon are for our sakes. Daniel chapter 12, verse 4. But thou, O Daniel, shut up the words and seal the book, even to the time of the end. Many shall run to and fro, and knowledge shall be increased. Two intriguing last-day signs are recorded in this passage. The first, many shall run to and fro. Since the beginning of time and until the late 1800s, man has traveled on horses, donkeys, camels, and traveled in horse-drawn buggies, carriages, and the like, or has traveled by sea and wind-driven ships. Today, we take to the sky and arrive on the other side of the world in hours and even hitch a ride into outer space and back. Even when traveling by sea, we are able to travel in days what, what once took weeks or months. The second sign, and knowledge shall be increased. Knowledge is increasing at warp speed. The following sentences are from the God Said, Man Said, 21 Signs of Doomsday series. A large road sign on the way to doomsday reads, Knowledge shall be increased. Knowledge is increasing. Years ago, the following paragraph was the dean's message from the University of North Carolina Greensboro's website, and it said this, We're all striving to keep up with the quantum leaps being made in all areas of knowledge. It's estimated that medical knowledge, for example, doubles every seven years, and scientific knowledge in the world is said to have doubled between 1450 and 1750, and then to have doubled again between 1750 and 1900. 
between 1900 and 1950, human knowledge doubled once more and then again from 1950 to 1975. Now it is believed to double every 900 days. By the year 2020, global knowledge is predicted to double every 72 days, end of quote. When we initially read that statement, we shouted, wow, but it turns out it's much more dramatic than that. The article titled, How Fast is Knowledge Doubling?, was published in 2021 by Lodestar Solutions. A few sentences follow. From an article on Industry Tap, written by David Schilling, the host went on to say that not only is human knowledge on average doubling every 13 months, we are quickly on our way, with the help of the Internet, to doubling of knowledge every 12 hours. To put it into context, in 1900, human knowledge doubled approximately every 100 years. By the end of 1945, the rate was every 25 years. The knowledge doubling curve, as it is commonly known, was created by Buckminster Fuller in 1982. LinkedIn.com published this headline, October 22, 2020, Human Knowledge Doubling Every 12 Hours. Excerpts follow. Two things are happening at the same time. The velocity of technology is increasing exponentially, and yet it has never been as slow as it is today. And secondly, the volume of knowledge being generated boggles the mind. Volume of knowledge is doubling every 12 hours. The doubling rate used to be 25 years in 1945. Speed with which technology is progressing is the driver which are upending our careers, transforming lives, and disrupting economies. Even more tragic is the huge digital divide that is being created. So, we are flying blind into an unknown future. Is it possible to see beyond an 18-month horizon? End of quote. If knowledge is power, and it is, then all knowledge is all power, and it is. If I had all knowledge, I would never be sick, I would never die, I, I would never be unhappy, and I would always make the right decisions. If that sounds like God, well, that's because it is. Unfortunately, man seeks the knowledge devoid of the God of knowledge. This pattern of seeking another way is rooted in the Garden of Eden with Grandmother Eve's act of unbelief and the following disobedience, Genesis 3, 6. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof and did eat, and gave also unto her husband with her, and he did eat. Godless wisdom in Eden is where the mad race to the godless bottom began. The son of perdition will be the master of godless knowledge. A serious driving force in the increase of knowledge is the research focused on extending life and even in ushering in immortality. The effort is to restore what was lost in Eden, but to do it without God. A few paragraphs from National Geographic feature published March 21, 2023 headline, Can We Delay Death With Tech? These advances hold promise. Excerpts follow. We may be inching closer to what might be considered the gold standard of longevity advances, a genetically regenerated heart or artificial heart. Researchers at the Cleveland Clinic believe that if they had unlimited dollars, they could be less than three years away from growing a heart and inserting it into humans. 
We're sort of already sort of seeing this happen with the work on 3D printed organs, producing mechanisms and materials that can function like tissue. Even lung tissues, which develop COVID-19 like real lungs do, and so can be used to study potential treatments and antivirals. An Australian company recently developed a robotic device that prints a person's own skin cells, which could be used to repair skin damage from wounds and burns. Just imagine. A computer code for all your body parts stored in the cloud, and you could use that information to create 3D printed version that could be swapped in and swapped in, excuse me, as necessary. Cut that bone cancer out and replace the bone in question with a new version of equal shape, size, and strength, and with the same connections to ligaments, joints, and other bones. That could be possible within 10 years. We will see explosive growth in all corners of the tech industry. A recent report from CNBC said that the delaying death market is expected to grow to $600 billion with emphasis on such things as big data, artificial intelligence, gene editing, food engineering, and cure diseases machines called moonshot medicine. These changes will extend our healthy lifespan, improve the quality of life from middle age onward, and most likely at least double our prime years. End of quote. From the God Said, Man Said feature, 21 Signs of Doomsday, the digital God is here now. The spirit of the Antichrist stands in plain view. The world today, from child to adult, from rich to poor, is experiencing digital addiction. The human life form is connected, globally plugged into the World Wide Web, as in the spider's web. It's in your pocket, on your wrist, in your ear, and they are now speaking of digital implants. This digital obsession has become a bondage. For many, to be without their digital devices would be a dreadful thought. Isaiah 59, 4-8 speaks of the spider's web. None calleth for justice, nor any pleadeth for truth. They trust in vanity and speak lies. They conceive mischief and bring forth iniquity. They hatch cockatrice eggs and weave the spider's web. He that eateth of their eggs dieth, and that which is crushed breaketh out into a viper. Their webs shall not become garments, neither shall they cover themselves with their works, their works are works of iniquity, and the act of violence is in their hands. Their feet run to evil, and they make haste to shed innocent blood. Their thoughts are thoughts of iniquity. Wasting and destruction are in their paths. The way of peace they know not, and there is no judgment in their goings. They have made them crooked paths. Whosoever goeth therein shall not know peace. Job 8, 13 and 14. So are the paths of all that forget God, and the hypocrites' hope shall perish, whose hope shall be cut off, and whose trust shall be a spider's web. The World Wide Web brings the world's dark and dirty evils to one's fingertips. At one's fingertips is the world's most sophisticated and intoxicating evils, all forms of lewdness, pornography, a person can spy on his neighbor, cheat on tests and on spouses, lie about himself to the world, and truly the pit is bottomless. All of this filth is more uh, and more is now accessible in the privacy of your own home, or so they think. Every move you make is recorded. 
Every website you visit, every habit you formed, every email and text has been logged, every purchase noted, every worldly contact catalog. Even your meals are tracked, what you eat, what you drink, when you are eating and where. Your entire history of good and evil, your ever propensity, noted, even exactly where you are at this very moment. Did I mention digital surveillance cameras, photographic satellites and drones? It's Satan's desire to be like God. The promise to Grandma Eve was, and you shall be as gods, Genesis 3, 5. There are many gods, little gods on this earth, but only one capital G-O-D, the God of all, and he is the God of the Bible. This is the God whom Satan wants to be worshipped as. You find that in Isaiah 14, 12, and 13. And as quoted earlier in 2 Thessalonians 2, 4, who opposeth and exalteth himself above all that is called God. Just like God, the digital devil is all-seeing and all-knowing, the time of the end is upon us. The Answers in Genesis feature, published on April 27, 2023, is headline, Falling for the Oldest Trick in the Book. Google co-founder wants to build AI as a digital god. AI, of course, stands for artificial intelligence. In that feature, author Ken Ham writes, According to tech mogul Elon Musk, for some, such as Google co-founder Larry Page, the ultimate goal of the race to build artificial intelligence is to create a digital god, a silicon-based life form that would understand everything in the world and give you back the exact right thing instantly. Who would have even thought about discussions concerning a digital god just a few years ago? Will this dream become a reality? Well, since the events of Genesis chapter 3, humans have been trying to create their own gods based on their own wisdom. This was the very first temptation that Eve and then Adam fell for, attempting to become their own gods. So it is no surprise that their descendants want to do the same thing by crafting a god that, in their view, will solve their problems, answer their questions, and usher in utopia. But digital AI is developed and programmed by sinful human beings. So their God will reflect that. As we pointed out before, today's AI, such as ChatGPT, is incredibly biased with leftist ideologies because it reflects the viewpoints of those who, have, who program it and the voices it pulls from to answer questions. Digital AI makes a sad God, a God crafted by humans and limited in its abilities by what we can create and program. It won't save anyone. And it won't turn this world into a utopia because it cannot solve the biggest problem every human being has, which is sin. Although it will ultimately fail, Satan's 6,000-year-old goal to usurp God will reach its climax during the tribulation period when he will, through the Antichrist, demand to be worshipped by the entire world. Revelations thirteen fourteen through 18. And deceiveth them that dwell on the earth by the means of those miracles which he had power to do in the sight of the beast, saying to them that dwell on the earth that they should make an image to the beast, which had the wound by a sword and did live. And he had power to give life unto the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause that as many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. And he causeth all both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, 
to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads, and that no man might buy or sell, say he that had the mark, or the name of the beast, or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, and his number is six hundred, threescore, and six. Pastor Barry Stagner, in a recent episode of The Lineup, explained why many believe that artificial intelligence could play an integral role in the beast system during the seven-year tribulation. In Revelation 13, we've got some type of lifelike statue erected, an image of the beast that seems to be alive, and there's a mark associated with his name and the number of his name and the worship of the beast. This is consistent with a lot of things that we see going on today and moving in that direction, Stagner noted. We know in Revelation 13 that the whole world is going to go after the beast. All the earth dwellers, anyone not written in the Lamb's Book of Life, are all going to be in agreement. They are all going to be on the side of the beast. A lot of people have been talking about whether it's artificial intelligence, this image that has life breathed into it, or seems to be lifelike. AI seems to be a pretty good candidate for how that's going to happen, end of quote. The world's heady quest for their digital god has a serious problem, and that is the fact that much of the world's truth is simply not true and AI gathers its information from that contaminated source. It's important to remember that man's truth of yesterday is debunked by his truth of today, and his truth of today will be debunked by his truth of tomorrow. How so? Consider. Example, the food pyramid promoted by the medical world and the U.S. government in the 1950s has been completely upended. Example, Margarine was promoted by science as superior to God's butter, and this false knowledge soon proved to be deadly. One science writer even called margarine nutritional Armageddon. Example, evolution listed 200 organs the human body allegedly no longer needed as a result of evolution. Two of these so-called vestigial organs were the tonsils and the appendix. Today, the list of 200 junk organs has dwindled to zero. Example, in the 1940s and 1950s, breastfeeding fell out of fashion and was replaced with baby formula promoted as superior to a mother's milk. That truth has since been proven to be a major blunder, and the cost has been the loss of millions of lives, a myriad of physical disorders, including lower IQs. Example, for many decades, Neanderthals have been depicted by evolutionists as hairy, stupid cave dwellers. Today, they are now known to have been as intelligent as today's humans, possibly even more intelligent. Example. In his book, The Half-Life of Facts, Samuel Abersman writes, Medical knowledge about cirrhosis or hepatitis takes about 45 years for half of it to be disproven or become outdated. In addition, these results are nearly identical to a similar study that examined the overturning of information in surgery. Two Australian surgeons found that half of the facts in that field also became false every 45 years. We are getting better at internalizing this. For example, many medical schools inform their students that within several years, half of what they've been taught will be wrong, and the teachers just don't know which half, end of quote. The headline in New Science asks, Can we trust AI search engines? 
the subhead, subhead answers, AIs that generate convincing answers are more likely to cite information incorrectly. Several excerpts follow. If you think search engines powered by artificial intelligence, such as Microsoft's, Microsoft's Bing chat, are providing you with useful-sounding answers, it is more likely that they are wrong, researchers have found. We have arrived at the end. Satan wants to be God. The digital God is everywhere and sees everything. Man carries this God in his pocket, wears it on his wrist, in his ear, and it will soon be planted into his body. The digital God promises to make him smarter, more talented, sexier, promises to heal his physical body, and finally add on immortality. Unfortunately, the digital God is a thief and a liar. A digital kingdom is coming, and soon the Antichrist will sit upon his throne. End of quotes. All the warning signs are flashing red now, and that's fabulous news for the born again. Daniel 12.4 has come to pass, but thou, O Daniel, shut up the words and seal the book. Even to the time of the end, many shall run to and fro, and knowledge shall be increased. Things are falling into place so rapidly. The time of the end is imminent. Consider just a short review of subjects on God Said, Man Said. May 14, 1948. After being absent from the world's globe for millennia, Israel is a nation once again. She is the fig tree that has budded, Jeremiah chapter 24. Jesus says in Matthew 24, 32 through 34, Now learn the parable of the fig tree. When his branches yet tender and putteth forth leaves, you know the summer is nigh. So likewise, when you shall see all these things, know that it is near even at the door. Verily I say unto you, This generation shall not pass till all these things be fulfilled. Israel is here now. October 2004. The legendary 71-member Sanhedrin, which rules in all matters concerning the temple and the law, met for the first time in 1,600 years. The Sanhedrin is here now. September 2022. Five red heifers were delivered to Israel. A pure red heifer has not been seen in Israel for nearly 2,000 years. At three years of age, a pure red heifer is burnt to ashes with other ingredients. The ashes are then mixed with water and used to purify any who have come in contact with a dead body. This is required before the Jewish believer can ascend to the Temple Mount. One of the five heifers, if it remains unblemished, will be ready around the Jewish Passover of 2024. The red heifers are here now. The pool of Siloam, where Jesus sent the blind man to wash his eyes and there received his healing, is now being excavated and will soon be open to the public. Archaeologists believe this pool was used as a ritual bathing site where pilgrims purified themselves before visiting the temple. The pool of Siloam is here now. DNA testing can now establish an authentic Levite priest and is now being used to certify a true son of Aaron. DNA testing is here now. The high priest's robe and breastplate, along with the utensils needed to function in the temple, have been made. They are here now. The huge Jewish altar of sacrifice needed in the new coming temple has already been made. The altar of sacrifice is here now. 
The singing Levite choir that functions in the new Jewish temple is already practicing. The Levite choir is here now. The building of the Jewish temple, which some say would be functional in as little as six months, and which plays a pivotal role in the world-ending battle of Armageddon, excuse me, is almost here now. The evil beast in Revelation 13 will rule the world and control all global commerce. He needs a world organization. That organization is here. The leader of the United Nations is the titular leader of the world. We have the WHO, World Health Organization, Climate Control Czars, the World Bank, and much more. The world organization is here now. Revelation 13, 16 through 18. And he causeth all both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads, and that no man might buy or sell, save he that had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of man, and his number is six hundred, threescore, and six. The mark of the beast will be planted in the hand or forehead. An implantable chip is here and already being used in numerous settings. The chip is here right now. Jesus said in Matthew twenty four thirty seven, But as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Genesis 6, 5 and verse 11. And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. The earth also was corrupt before God, and the earth was filled with violence. The parallel is obvious. The days of Noah are here now. Second Thessalonians two eleven and 12 depicts the spiritual condition of the world in the end of days. And for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie, that they all might be damned who believe not the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. The spirit of strong delusion rules the lost. Nearly the entire academic world has bowed their hearts before their God, the spirit of blasphemy known as evolution. Because they have refused to retain God in their knowledge, they have been given over to a reprobate, worthless mind. Romans 1 verse 28, and even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. According to the God of the reprobate, there was a big bang out of nothing and voila, here we are, an amazing earth, universe, and all the dazzling life forms therein. One of their own called it the ultimate free lunch, and the entire student body recited, wow, isn't evolution awesome? The prophets of evolution instruct their students that their second cousin is a banana, their first cousin a mushroom, and their daddy is a monkey. And the entire student body dutifully recites, Wow, isn't evolution awesome? The spirit of strong delusion is here now. Zechariah 14, 1 through 5. Behold, the day of the Lord cometh, and thy spoil shall be divided in the midst of thee. And I will gather all nations against Jerusalem to battle, and the city shall be taken, and the houses rifled, and the women ravished. And half of the city shall, city shall go forth into captivity, and the residue of the people shall not be cut off from the city. Then shall the Lord go forth and fight against those nations, as when he fought in the day of battle. And his feet 
shall stand in that day upon the Mount of Olives, which is before Jerusalem on the east, and the Mount of Olives shall cleave in the midst thereof toward the east and toward the west, and there shall be a very great valley, and half of the mountain shall be removed toward the north and half of it toward the south. And ye shall flee to the valley of the mountains, for the valley of the mountains shall reach unto Azel. Yea, ye shall flee, like as ye fled from before the earthquake in the days of Uzziah, king of Judah. And the Lord my God shall come, and all the saints with him. The return of King Jesus is imminent. He shall stand on the Mount of Olives, and an earthquake will split it in two. The world's mountains will fall flat, and islands disappear. Just prior to that event, the nations of the world advance on the beleaguered remnant in their effort to finally suffocate the seed of Abraham. But something for the would-be conquering troops takes place that is horribly startling. The sky rolls back like a scroll, Isaiah 34, 4, and the king of glory descends out of heaven, Revelation 19, 11 through 21, landing on the Mount of Olives, which is just to the east of Jerusalem. The largest earthquake the world has ever known takes place, and the Mount of Olives is split in two. A huge valley is formed toward the east and toward the west, which extends to Azel, Revelation 16, 17, and 20. And the seventh angel poured out his vial into the air, and there was a great voice out of the temple of heaven from the throne, saying, It is done. And there were voices and thunders and lightnings, and there was a great earthquake, such as was not since men were upon the earth so mighty an earthquake and so great. And the great city was divided into three parts, and the cities of the nations fell. And great Babylon came in remembrance before God to give unto her the cup of the wine of the fierceness of his wrath. And every island fled away, and the mountains were not found. On Wednesday, February 11, 2004, an earthquake measuring 5.0 on the Richter scale rocked Israel. It didn't cause a lot of damage, but it did cause a lot of discussion in Israeli architectural soul-searching. Active fault lines run throughout Israel with one running directly under the Mount of Olives. The following excerpt is from the March 5, 2004 International Jerusalem Post under the heading, The Quaking Capital. The fault, which stretches from Syria to Mozambique through the Jordan Valley along the eastern border of Israel and is responsible for the creation of the Jordan Valley, Lake Kinneret, the Sea of Galilee, and the Dead Sea, has several rifts in the direction of Jerusalem. History is sure to repeat itself, according to the experts, although no one knows exactly when. The average is about one strong event per century, uh, Salman says, but the subject of predicting earthquakes is very complicated. We can only say that the location of future earthquakes will be along the Syrian-African fault, and that the magnitude could measure up to 7.5 on the Richter scale, and with 90% confidence that the next major quake will happen within 50 years, end of quote. The great battle of Armageddon is almost here now. If you have not yet made your peace with God, do it now. You must be born again to escape. The return of Jesus Christ for the church is imminent. Don't dally. Click on the further with Jesus now while you still have time. God said, Daniel 12, verse 4, But thou, O Daniel, shut up the words and seal the book. Even to the time of the end, many shall run to and fro, and knowledge shall be increased. 
God said, Matthew 24, 32 through 34. Now learn a parable of the fig tree. When his branch is yet tender and poureth forth leaves, ye know the summer is nigh. So likewise ye, when ye shall see all these things, know that it is near, even at the doors. Verily I say unto you, this generation shall not pass till all these things be fulfilled. God said, Mark thirteen thirty seven, and what I say unto you, I say unto all, watch. Man said, these doomsday prophets make me laugh. There's no end of the world and certainly no judgment day. Now you have the record.